Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the second edition of the Pulse podcast, hosted by me at Blackhawks.Pulse on Instagram. My name is Jake Golden. Today I'll be joined by multiple members of Pulse affiliation from the NHL accounts. Hopefully we'll get some insight on a couple of things. Our main points of talk will mostly be about the new CBA deal, uh, the hub cities, our play-in predictions, and more. So stay tuned for that as they hop on the podcast. All right, now I'd like to welcome on the podcast Kings Pulse slash Coyotes Pulse. Hello, nice And Canucks Pulse. Go. Um, so we'll we'll start with um, probably bi- biggest thing coming out today is probably the main things regarding the new CBA agreement. Should we get started on that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which one you guys do? You, do any of you guys want to? announce what happened or would you like me to go ahead and uh, get no, it? You go. You go. You're the host. Okay. All right. So um, the NHL and the NHLPA a couple days ago, um, it, it finally started to surface some rumors of what has, uh, of what's coming into the new CBA agreement after this year. Um, one of them will be the NHL. NHL players will be guaranteed to play in the 2022 and the 2026 Winter Olympics, um, buy uh, compliance buyouts. I don't think are an option anymore. Um, they decided the protocols for Phase Three and Four. Um, it moved to free agency to November first. Um, anything else? I think. Uh, no, I think you covered. Okay, um, so do you guys want to expand on it a little bit? Well, I, I'm um, pretty excited about the Olympics part. Yeah, Olympics. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, I think yeah. having I think having the NHL NHL players like back at the Olympics, I think that's going to be a good way to to grow hockey. You know, especially yep. since the yeah. last time we were there, it was 2014. Hockey's developed a lot. Um, the NHL itself yeah. has developed a lot. There's a lot more young guys, a lots, of, lots more um, young superstars coming into the league. So I think that'll be a really good way to grow hockey and kind of grow the TV ratings also, and then help grow rinks where they're not exactly full, you know, such as Ottawa, even though they suck. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I think it'll be a good way to to grow hockey. I agree. Uh-huh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all on the Olympics. Um, then the compli- yeah. compliance buyout's no longer an option, which means the Blackhawks are stuck with Brent Seabrook. So yeah. <laughs> e- even though even though the buyout price is only like a million dollars like under his actual contract, so basically we kind of get like nothing out of it. But, I mean, it kind of it it sucks though, like – for other teams that are like cap strapped, you know, with like players with like us, yeah, players with like larger cap hits that you can't that you're not going to be able to buy out. You're just gonna have to deal with it. It's 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 yeah. kind of it's kind of like a miss for that. You know, they're gonna struggle. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. So, 
Um, let's see, what's next? The um, Phase 3 and 4 protocols. Um, yeah. Nothing really announced about that, except for the fact they decided the protocols. Um, phase 3... Uh, I think there's uh, more. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, what they just announced, like, half an hour ago, players have to... Uh-huh. Um, that the teams have to have their final rosters by June 9th and players have to decide. Yeah. June 9th. And what's that going to be? That's going to be four days from now. July. July 9th. Wait, hold on. Hold up. Hold up. All right. Let me check this. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. Sunday, July I, I would guess it's July 9th. Let's see. Oh uh, yeah, it's July. 9th. July ninth. Okay, yeah. That that makes a little bit more and sense. And they have till Tuesday, till Tuesday to opt out of the uh, return. Yeah, that yeah, that's what it was. Tuesday to opt out. Uh, rosters have to be in by July 9th. Um, which is good because training camps would begin four days after that. Um, so yeah, you have to make sure you have your rosters and all that set. Make sure players are ready to go. Um, well, that puts teams like uh, St. Louis because St. Louis has four new cases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then that coach and matters how Austin Austin Matthews is doing. Yeah, he he got Rona uh, quarantine. It's probably it's probably been almost a week or so. So yeah, sure he's probably done. almost done with quarantine. You know these these athletes. I think coronavirus is like really overrated sometimes. Like in terms of like it can kill you because it's like. The average human being, it's like they're able to like fight it, you know, like. Well, yeah, but it's still definitely weakens. Yeah, def- so. definitely weakens you, you know. Um, and obviously, it's it's harmful to the elderly, but among the normal American population, especially that are under that age of like sixty-five, most bodies, unless you're like in critical condition or you have an underlying condition or something like that. Like your 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 immune system is able to fight the virus. The flu in past years has killed more people than coronavirus has this this year. You know, in just a couple of months. Like what is it? Probably it's been about seven months ish of coronavirus being here. Yeah. So or well, because it started in November, it came over in January, I think. Right. Yeah. Something like that. So it's only been here for a couple months. The flu has killed a lot more people. But I, I see. I, I, Bill Daly said the other day. You know, you have to expect cases. You know, like yeah, exactly. As, as you open, like even even outside of hockey, as you open stuff up, you're going to see a rise in cases. People are starting yep. to interact with each other again. People are starting to touch things again. I was at Target just today. I touched a couple of things I didn't buy. You know, it's like people, once you open stuff up, people are going to want to go back to their normal daily lives. And a lot of people aren't going to remember, oh, I shouldn't touch something I'm not going to buy, you know? So, and then especially you see the rise of cases in Illinois. Well, you just opened up restaurants and bars in Illinois. You have the world's third largest or the country's third largest city there in Chicago. Tons of restaurants there. Um, restaurants that are always packed like Portillo's or Lumanati's famous ac- across the country that people are going to be going to. 
So once you open those up, people are going to want to go and get their Chicago style hot dog, you know, like people are just going to want to do that. And as you have people coming back and filling up your restaurant, even after, even if you're at 50% capacity, going to see a rise in cases, whether you open up now, whether you open up six months from now, or if you open up a year from now, you're going to see a rise in cases because people are going to start interacting with each other. They're going to start touching things. Um, some people aren't going to be wearing masks anymore, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, mostly, most places force masks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but then there's people that don't exactly want to wear one. So in places that don't force masks, you know, there's people that aren't exactly thinking, um, I got, I got to, I got to make sure I like cover my whole face when I sneeze, you know? Um, most people are just going to do it right into their arm again, which even then people know, you know, it still, still goes into the air. So people are going to start getting back to their normal daily lives as the governors and the president open stuff back up again, you know? So it's kind it's kind of expected, especially in St. Louis where, you know, it's, it's those bigger cities that are those hotspots where you kind of got to expect it. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on, let's see. Did I did I hit everything about the CBA? Oh uh, yeah, I got one more thing to add though. That they're saying that uh, or the return to play plan that uh, the coaches and people on the bench don't have to wear masks. Pretty bad idea. That'll be interesting, and uh-huh. I think I really think it should be up to them. You know. Um, whether or not they oh. should be able to, especially because they're in front of that glass and there's no fans there. Yeah. Um, or whether they do like a thousand fans or something, you know, cause I mean, the United center can hold over 22,000 people. Um, what, what can Rogers place hold? Um, probably at um, least 18, uh, 20 around, around 20. 20. Yeah. 18. Eight, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if you bring a thousand people into the game, I mean, that's not a whole lot considering how many people can actually fit into an NHL arena. Um, But they have that glass behind them. But something that was, I think, mentioned earlier, early on, was players wouldn't be allowed to spit, you know? And that, that I think, is going to be a very hard thing to get used to, you know? Because (laughs) when players spit, they're not thinking – whether or not they're spitting, they just do it, you know? Like, when they spit yeah. water out on the bench, they're just used to it. They've done that their whole career. They're just mm-hmm. used to doing that. They do it without even thinking. So, they're obviously going to do it as you start to get back into games. So, I, th- I think it should be the coach's choice and the trainer's training staff their choice on whether or not yeah. they want to protect themselves or run the risk, you know? Um, yeah. You just have to be um, – you have to think about the fact that you're around players that are going to be with their families, and their families are going to be out and about, you know? Um, but obviously some are probably going to stay where they are, you know? Like uh, uh, what's mm-hmm. J- uh, Jason Zucker, his family is in Minnesota. They're, he's got, what, two two kids or something like that? Um, so they're probably going to stay there, but you know, there's some players that their family is going to travel with them and their family needs to survive. So their family is going to go to the grocery store to make sure they have food to survive. 
So what happens when their family member gets it, pass it on to that player, and then it go it goes everywhere, you know? So it's just kind of to be yeah. expected. And the people behind the bench, um, they need to make the decision on whether or not they want to protect, protect themselves with a the mask and gloves and hand sanitizer, you know, whatever, when they're coming in contact with players that have a, ri- a, a, good, a good amount of risk at getting of getting coronavirus. Um, let's see. Um, do you guys want to do playing predictions? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'll I'll let one of you guys start because I kind of dominated. Okay. Yeah. King Kings, you can go. I'm gonna pull mine up here. Yeah. I already have mine. I can just think of mine. Who's playing who? So we're going uh, person by person, like for all of them, or just series you all get? Um, I'd say we actually go person by person. I think that'd be better. It'd keep people listening. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, for, I'll start with East, since that's all this picture's. Toronto versus Columbus. Um, Toronto. I really want to see them play Boston because we all know. It's I think I, I I think Columbus actually could make a run though. I think they're kind of a sleeper this year. I think if Matthews doesn't return, then I think Columbus might. Yeah. But who knows? They might still have that Tampa Bay in their thoughts. Montreal versus Pittsburgh. I kind of think Carey Price is going to do something big here. His team's not really doing well. I'm sure he knows this is probably his last chance with Canadians to actually get stuff going. Yeah, so I think they're gonna somehow pull in, but there's there's no way they're beating whoever they play. Yeah. And then New York Islanders versus Florida. I'm just going with the Islanders. That simple. Hurricanes and um, New York Rangers. Be good. That's a close one. Because Carolina takes a lot of their stuff from their fans and like what it seems like. But I still think I'm going to go with Carolina. Aho and Svechnikov are such good players. I think they're going to find a way to do it. Calgary and Winnipeg. It's a pretty close one. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Winnipeg. Connor Hutchup's been playing for a while this season. And I don't think David Riddick can really stand up that well. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty young goalie, if I remember. But hasn't really had much playoffs experience, as much as like Mike Smith last season. So I think Winnipeg will take it. Chicago versus Edmonton. This one's clear. Bruh. Connor Hutchup. <laughs> David and Dreisaitl are just they're they're going. To yeah, what about Taves and Kane? Uh, Don't forget, McDavid and Dreisaitl have only played in the playoffs once. Taves and Kane have won three Stanley Cups. It's been like five years, I don't know, um, but Connor, I'm pretty sure he did decently in his playoffs. Well, when it, I mean, it's yeah. only been like. Two and a half years since we haven't made the playoffs, so. True. 
But I think gold ending will be a decent factor as Mike Smith has not the most playoff experience, but based on how he played last season in playoffs, I think he's gonna be able to play really good. Vancouver and Wild. Pretty boring series right there. But okay. I think I'm gonna go with Vancouver. We've all seen Wild in playoffs, they don't really like to prefer perform. Good choice, good choice. And Dubnik, I don't even think he's gonna play, so it's also pretty accurate. Last Nashville versus Coyotes. I'm a Coyotes fan. And I'm not gonna be biased. But Coyotes. <laughs> That's gonna be an interesting one though. They were they were close in the standings yeah, this yeah. year. If they lose, then they're getting first overall draft pick. We all know it. Taylor Hall is going to do his mm-hmm. magic. I think, or actually, I'll, I'll save it for when I go. But, right. okay. Well, I don't know. Canucks, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Okay, okay so uh, Toronto, Columbus. Uh, I say Columbus. I think, like, like, you, like you said, Columbus is uh, – a sleeper for sure, and like 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 we saw against Tampa, they they know they know how to play in the playoffs. And I think the Leafs are just they're they're just gonna find a way to lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, Montreal. Like like you said again, the last one, Carey Price, he's probably gonna have a monster series, and Montreal, I think. Uh, they're not playing with Domi. I don't think Domi's going to play, so that's going to be a big loss. And, yeah, Pitt- Pittsburgh wins it. I think mm-hmm. that's an obvious one. Uh, Islanders, Panthers. I'm going to say the Panthers because it's Sergei Bobrovsky in the playoffs. And he's, like you saw Columbus in their run, he's insane in the playoffs. So he, I think he could take Florida through that. Yeah. Um, Carolina, New York. I don't like the Rangers at all, but I think the Rangers, the Rangers are going to get through uh, Carolina there. Okay, off to the west now. Um, Calgary and Winnipeg. I think Connor Hellebuck is just insane, and he will he will take uh, Winnipeg through that series, and the Flames. If Johnny Gaudreau doesn't show up, I think they're kind of screwed. Uh, yeah. And then Edmonton, Chicago. Bruh! (laughs) (laughs) But, but, if Chicago gets great goaltending from Crawford and Edmonton's goaltending isn't that good, Chicago could take it. But I'm going to go with Edmonton. Yeah, if Corey Crawford pulls, like, what, what he pulled, like, in the past playoffs, like, we actually... We actually got a decent chance. All right. What about? Um. So you guys, you guys went uh, right. Um, or Canucks, Jeff. Oh, I got, two I got more, two more okay. left. Two more left. Yeah. Um. Vancouver, Minnesota. I got Vancouver in uh, winning this series. Mm-hmm. Yes, Minnesota's defense is good, and their goaltending is a bit shaky, and their forwards aren't like the best. But Vancouver's main advantage is going to be Jacob Markstrom. He, I think he's just going to steal this series. Mm-hmm. Now, Nashville, Arizona, that'll be close. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But Who's gonna I think it? Arizona is just yeah. Nashville. Like, yeah. 
That is my prediction. Actually, I have a, I have a few changes. I do I do remember that next one. Now I think uh-huh. since Mike Max Domi's young, he might just say who cares and play. But if he doesn't play, then yeah, for sure, um, Pittsburgh because he's a big part of the offense. And might even think about Bobowski and the uh-huh. fact that New York doesn't even have Leonard anymore. So goaltending is a big change for that. Verlamo has yeah. been really yeah. good though this year. I have to say. Yeah, true. He, he's but Leonard the way yeah, Leonard yeah, played yeah. last season was just insane. Yeah. I think he's the reason why yeah. they even made it. Yeah, same same with Chicago. If Leonard wasn't there when Crawford was um, playing bad in October to December, then I mean, I don't. I I think we could still be in the same spot. I don't think we'd be as bad as San Jose. I don't think we had, we'd have an under five hundred record if because I think part of the reason Crawford was struggling in the beginning was because he was worried about that competition with Robin Leonard. You know. Um, but he showed after Robin Leonard left, you know, getting all 10 starts after he left that he can still be that number one goalie. You know, he played amazing. So, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Is it my turn? Okay. Yep. All right. So starting uh, yep. with the East, Toronto and Columbus. Um, obviously, Austin Matthews, whether or not he plays and it's cleared to play after coronavirus, that's going to be a big um, a, a big difference maker. But I think if Austin Matthews is cleared to play, I'm taking Toronto over Columbus in four games. Um, Pittsburgh and Montreal, okay. uh, Carey Price just isn't what it used to be, seriously. Um, Montreal just doesn't have the depth to really win a playoff series at the moment. So I'm taking Pittsburgh over Montreal in three. Um, Florida and New York Island. Florida and New York, the Islanders. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. But uh, I th- I'm taking Florida in five games. I think it's going to be close, but I think Florida's going to take it. I think Bobrovsky is going to perform in the playoffs. I think um, their guys are going to step up. Um, Coach Quenville, he knows how to coach in the playoffs. He knows how to build a team. He knows how to get them riled up, as we saw. Um, so I, I think I think Florida's going to take it in, in five games over the Islanders. Now, New York Rangers and the Hurricanes. This one's going to be a really fun and entertaining series, I think. Um, I think they both got strengths. I think they both have weaknesses. Carolina obviously has um, very good top six. With a, a really good defense, they're stacked. Um, obviously, goaltending is an issue for them, and their bottom six is an issue. Um, and New York, they obviously uh, have strengths where Carolina doesn't, especially in goaltending. Igor Shesterkin, I think, is going to get the start in the playoffs over Hank, and I think he's going to be a big difference maker. And I think that the Rangers are going to take it over Carolina in at least five games. Or in five games. Going to be a close series, but I think 3-2 win. Uh, Moving on to the West. I think Nashville and Arizona going to be a really entertaining series. I think Nashville, they're going to use their playoff. They're going to use their playoff experience. I think they're going to take it over Arizona in four games. Um, Calgary and Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg, I don't think, has the defense 
to win a playoff series in higher intensity. Um, their goaltending obviously is good, but there's a lot of ifs about Connor Hellebuck right now because he hasn't played in over 110 days. So there's there's a question whether or not he's going to return to that form. I think Calgary, um, really good offense. They have pretty good defense. Um, goaltending, I think David Riddick is probably going to get the start over uh, uh, what's-his-face, Cam Talbot. Um, he's played pretty good. I think he's going to get the start. I think they're going to take it over Winnipeg in five. Going to be a close series, but I think Calgary wins it just because of Winnipeg's defense. I don't think they have the defense to win a playoff series. Um, Canucks and Wild. Um, this one, I think the Wild are a sleeper. I think people are underestimating the Wild. Um, however, like you guys said, Devin Dubnik, and no one knows if he's going to play. Um, Canucks, they just have more depth. It'll be stay yeah, Canucks just have more depth, yeah. more scoring. I think um, I think Jacob Markstrom, I think Markey is going to take it. Um, so I'm calling Canucks over yeah. Wild. I think Wild, I think the Wild can at least win one game, but I'm taking the Canucks over yeah. the Wild in four. Then finally, okay, okay. the Hawks and Oilers. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not biased. I'm just, I'm just, we have the experience in the playoffs. Kane and Taves, um, if Debrinket can bounce back, if Strom can produce like he did, Kubelik, if he can continue on the pace he was at with goals, if Crawford can play like he did um, after Robin Leonard left, if Dahan coming back, uh, shut down defensemen, something we've really missed since we since we let uh, since we traded Jalmerson away. Um, I think if – and then Brent Seabrook. If Brent Seabrook comes in and he is rejuvenated a little bit after having his hips and shoulders repaired after playing with them hurt for so – that's something that people aren't realizing is that Brent Seabrook was playing with his shoulders and with, – with both of his hips and – or no, uh, but I don't, forget it. But he was playing with so many things injured for so long that that probably took a toll on his body. So I think there's a chance that he can come back rejuvenated and can possibly not get back to the form he was in, but he can get back to kind of that halfway point, you know. He can he can be better than he was, you know. So I think if he can come back strong, DeHaan can come in, Crawford can play good, Jabrinka can produce, uh, Strom can play like he's been playing pretty good, Taves, Kane, playoff experience, um, I, I think I think we can take it. Honestly, we won the season series over the Oilers, um, two to one. Um, Mike Smith, not a lot of playoff experience. Yeah, but did he see him last week? He, he, he did. He, he did. He played really good last uh, last season, but he doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. So you can't really go off that one year last year. You know. Um, so I think. It's a lot of ifs. Yeah, it is a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs for Edmonton too, though. You know, um, I mean, it, but it, it, yeah. we all know. Right? I, the economy I think. And then I think this is going to be yeah. a close series, though. I think it's going to be close. You know, I'm not trying to be biased. I think the Oilers can win. I also think the I I think it's a fifty fifty chance with this one. You know, um, 
I think it'll be one in five games, though. I think if it's going to be won by a team, I think it's going to be close, and it's going to be one in five games. It's just a lot of ifs for either side, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. MVPs, maybe? Like, MVP for the play-ins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I don't, do you guys want to do, like, per team or, like, per conference or per the whole plan? I'd say per team. Per team? Well. Okay. Yeah, per team. Yeah, go go for it. All right. I'll let you, one of you guys start. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Kings, guess, you go uh, again. Yeah, might as well go since I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Toronto, I'm going to rule out Austin Matthews here. Like, I don't think – even if he does play and, like, recovers from the virus, he's not going to play the same – I think Tavares. I just have a feeling. I I just don't really know. For Columbus, I think Merzlikens. I really like how he's been playing. I think he has a lot of potential in him, and this will really see how his career will go in during playoffs. As a pretty good start or a pretty bad start, who knows? Pittsburgh, Crosby. It's, <laughs> it's Crosby's. Um, and for Canadians, if Carey Price can just really play and decide how he wants to play this year, and is a and is a factor in this, I think he he can get it. Islanders, God, who do they even have? <laughs> I think Barzell. He's like the only good player I can think of on their team, because uh, I don't really like Islanders at all, so I don't pay attention to them at all. Yeah. And as you guys were saying, Bobrovsky is definitely taking it for. Um. What? What? Okay, I can't think of the name. All right, Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. He he's just he's a good goalie, and they're paying him ten million. He better play up to that hype. Or is it 11 now? Too much. 10. <laughs> All right. Carolina. Ooh. A lot of good players they have that are young than just... I think Sveshnikov or Ajo. I think I'm going to do Sveshnikov. He's, he seems to be a very high player. The only highlights we've pretty much seen of them is just the Lacrosse goal. And of course, we all know who scored him. New York. I want Lundqvist to play. I know he's probably not, but that's just a note. Um, Panarin. We all know it's going to be Panarin. He just it's been such a good season with him. We're going to see his legs go too high a lot in the playoffs. Calgary. I think Kudrell is going to fall off a cliff again. I hate this player so bad. So very bad, but I think it's gonna be Kachuk. Oh, I hate Kachuk he's, too. He's young, but old enough to where I think he would really get playoffs into his brain. Now, Winnipeg, we all know it's gonna be Connor Hellebuck. He's had such an amazing season. Like it's yeah. insane. Now for Edmonton. Either Connor McDavid or Dry Sidle, but 
I think I think it's gonna be Connor. Chicago. It's a pretty close one. I think it's gonna be Patrick Kane since he's really the star of their team, puts up points, and we've seen him just do so much in the playoffs. It's insane. I still hate that goal where he was like overtime. I think conference finals game seven. I love the celly though. Freaking Jonathan Quick doesn't know how to stop doing splits for once. Really sorry. <laughs> Vancouver. Like Canucks was saying, I think Mark Trump's going to do something here. Um, yeah. Especially, and if not him, then I think um, Quentin Hughes is just going to be a really good defenseman for them. And really just get it done. Wild. God, I know nobody from the wild. That's like actually good. And I know that Duke Nick's probably not going to play. So I'm going to say Sutter. Or whatever his last name is. Sutter, yeah. The one that got like tore something. I, I swear, I don't I don't pay attention to some things. So but yeah, their defense is probably going to be their last chance here. Nashville. I'm going to say Rene. That's the only person I think can really stop it, judging how... Rene sucked this year, though. True. Yeah. But... Yeah. I don't know. I think... I just think... I have a feeling Rene's gonna pop off if he plays. I know he's one of the older goalies, too. Last time I checked. And then Coyotes. God, I love Coyotes. Darcy Kemper. <laughs> that simple Darcy Kemper. Okay. All right. Next. All right. Um. So, uh, Toronto. I'll go with Freddie Anderson. Um. Yeah, I think he's. I don't know. I think he'll be good, but because that Toronto defense is still not the best. It could be better, but yeah, Freddie Anderson. Columbus. Um. Seth Jones. He's just. He's so good. He's like, so he's, overrated, he's, though. Uh, yeah, I, I I'd say so. Yeah, he's a bit overrated, but like he's he's still insane. Like, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, Crosby. It's Crosby or Malkin. Can still insane too, but yeah. Um, Montreal. It'll be K- Carey Price. Yeah, I don't know who else would do exactly. Like, like there, there's no one else. Yeah. Uh, Carolina, New York, Carolinas. Net morale. Um, no, I'm just gonna go. Ashinaho. Yeah. Um, Rangers. I want to say Shesterkin, but I'm a bit of a hater just because of how much the Rangers fans overrate him, like all the time. Shesterkin. Like, it's insane. Um, they really but think he's with- just so much. He's good, but like a small sample size, mm-hmm. like can't too really much. judge too much. Um, I'll go with Sabinajad. I think he'll have a he'll have a big series and big playoffs. He's not he's not franchise though. Man. Rangers fans. <laughs> uh, Islanders, who the Islanders so irrelevant. Um, my, where is that? No, Verlamov in that. Yeah, a lot of goalie shit. Florida, it'll be Barkov's hell overrated. 
Um, Bob, it's going to be Bob. Okay, off to the west now. Um, Edmonton, McDavid drives title. <laughs> like who else? But uh, no, it'll be McDavid. He'll 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 be insane. Chicago, Corey Corey Crawford, in my opinion, Crawford, just like the Canucks, maybe he might be the the person to put their team over the top and win that series. Calgary, I'm gonna go with probably Kachuk. Like, yeah, he's I hate him. Like, like uh, you said, but no, he he's he's a good player. Um, who's next? Jets. Connor Hellebuck, like he's he's gonna win the Vesna this year. It's it's obvious. It's not obvious, but yeah. Uh, Nashville, Roman Yossi, I'd say. Yeah, he he he's probably the best defenseman in the league, I think. But yeah, um, Arizona. Who on Arizona? Who's on Arizona? Taylor Hall. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Taylor Hall. I I can't think of anyone else. Dude, he's so overrated too, though. Taylor Hall is so overrated. He is. He's really wanted to make the playoffs for such a long time. Dude, this is one. The the only reason like people think he's good is because when he came into New Jersey, they had such a terrible New Jersey team, where like one actually like decent player like make like makes him like look like a superstar, you know. Like I don't think he deserved the MVP trophy. Trophy, honestly, he's not. The, he's not as good as people say he is. Yeah, and then last one here, Vancouver. Jacob Markstrom, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, no discussion there. And then Minnesota. I'm not gonna pick a player. I'm gonna say that defense. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. All, the defense. Oh, Each, all six. Yeah. All nine of them. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Toronto. Um, I say Austin Matthews. If he returns, I think he's just Austin Matthews. Um, Columbus probably. Merzlikens played really good. Um, let's see. What's next? Uh, Rangers. Um, mm, probably Shostakin. Um. And then Carolina. God, y'all really don't like Panarin. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I like Panarin. I just think Shesterkin, like, is – he's – I don't know. I just feel like he's going to – Sure, Panarin's been so good this season. He has been. He's been really good. I just think Shesterkin has, like, come in. He's coming in on a roll. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I, – I, I think that he can play good in the playoffs. I think, I think he's going to – carry him over the top and everything. Um, let's see. What, who's who's next? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm legit, like, forgetting, like, every team, like, in the playoffs. I got to pull it up real quick. Um, Pittsburgh, Sidney Crosby, Montreal. Um, I don't know. Can I say nobody? Like, probably probably nobody. Like, literally, they're, they're not even going to win a game. Um, Florida, Coach Q. Um, seriously, seriously, I'm. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. Um, Islanders. Um, probably Barzell. Uh, let's see. Did I get a okay? Now on to the West. Uh, Nashville probably. Um, 
probably UC Soros. I think he's played really well this season after Rene hasn't been too good. Um, Arizona. Um, mm, probably Darcy Kemper. He's played really good. Um, Calgary. Um, mm, Kachuk. Uh, Winnipeg. Connor Halbuck coming off a great year. Um, Canucks. Markstrom. Wild. Mm, probably Matt Dumba. I think he's going to play really good for the defense this year or this playoffs. Oilers probably. Mm, think pro- probably Connor McDavid. I think Connor's going to take it. And then the Hawks. I'm going to say Crow. I think Crow is going to be that last push. Who's Crow? What? How do you even know? Oh, Crow. Yeah, Crow. <laughs> I know yeah. who you're talking. About. How do you not know who Crow is? We beat you all those years in the playoffs. I've only heard him. Uh, we beat you all the- uh, back to back to back. It was just yeah. It was a pattern. But yeah, um, yeah. I think Crawford's gonna pull us over the edge. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. We've gone on about forty minutes or so. So, um, yeah. Well, it's been nice having you two on. So. Uh, thanks for joining. No problem. All right, see ya. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard myself at Blackhawks Pulse, at Canucks Pulse, and at Kings Pulse slash at Coyotes Pulse. Runs two accounts for Pulse. Um, got a, got a lot of good insight there recorded for about 40 minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Check out at Pulse Affiliation on Instagram. That is our affiliation. Again, Pulse Affiliation on Instagram. Make sure to check me out at Blackhawks Pulse. I got great Blackhawks content coming out multiple times every single day. So make sure to check that out. Again, subscribe, rate, review, share the podcast. Helps us out a lot climbing the rankings. Me, I also run my own podcast it is called shy town hockey a podcast on the chicago blackhawks you can find it in the link in my biography on instagram at blackhawks.pulse or you can search it up on anchor spotify google apple or iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer or the platform you're currently listening to this podcast on right now again the Shy Town Hockey Podcast, a podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks, hosted by me, Jake Golden, at Blackhawks.pulse. Check it out with the link in my biography on my Instagram page, or you can search it up right here on Anchor, Shy Town Hockey, a podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks, or you can listen on Spotify, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, or any podcast platform that you prefer. It is on all platforms, so make sure to check that out. Once again, thank you for listening to this edition of the Pulse Podcast, and we hope to see you in the next one.